0: Middle's got his man and he's gone. Jason Swain touchdown. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan.
2: All you chumps are going to bow
1: when I whoop them. It's time for the Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Get into
2: his mouth and a red flag.
1: Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by dead-end barbecue. Glad that you are with us this evening. I'm your host, Jason Swain. My man, Ben McKee, from Go Balls 247 Man, it's good to be with y'all this evening. Things are rolling right now. A lot of politics. It makes it real easy for us. Makes it real easy for us, Ben McKee. How you doing, my friend? You got your Ben? Yes, I, I had to
3: find the, the unmute button. Hey man. Uh, I'm 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 well. I'm well. Excited
1: to do a, a fourth hour of production with you today. Let's do it, man. Content, content, mo content. We got you here. You sound a whole lot better. You sound like you got some new equipment or something. I don't. So, so maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a new year, man. New year, new you. New, new year, new technology. Working
3: better,
4: I maybe. I don't know. How I, are you?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. I mean, I'm the same as I was when you saw me a couple hours ago. Yeah, I don't know why I asked. I, I know, but just for the,
3: the, the folks who did not listen to Josh and Swain today, I... I had to ask for for their pleasantries.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, uh, last week, obviously, uh, we wasn't in Knoxville, so unable to do Swain event last week as Tennessee was preparing to take on Clemson for for the Orange Bowl down in Miami. Uh, You were there, I was there, and so unable to do the show live last week and then the week before that, uh, doing Vault Networks. pre-game breakdown there Dead End Barbecue with uh, Bob Kessel and, and, and Pat Ryan. So uh, that took place on a Thursday. So, man, it's good to be back. It's good to be with you this evening, doing it with my man Ben McKee. Um, open up this text box here. Get your comments. Get your questions. Tennessee basketball handling business. My goodness, what a beatdown on Mississippi State. Tennessee football out here handing out L's at the end of the season, pulling up re- receipts, making Dabo Swinney, He's going to be sick and tired of uh, 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 hamburgers and cheeseburgers after gets all the packages that Tennessee fans have sent him to the complex. My goodness. My goodness. But well, it's so good to be be here. Lots of stuff to get to, Ben. Don't want to waste any time. Um, Jacob Warren announced that he is coming back. He did that on yesterday on, on Twitter. He came on, Josh and Swain, yesterday. We got a chance to chop it up with him. Jalen Wright, running back for Tennessee, who was Tennessee's leading rusher, Ben. He signed an NIL deal with the Volunteer Club, ending any speculation that he will be entering the portal, I assume, since he did tweet out that it's all about business and it's nothing personal. Well, business was conducted. So since business was conducted, uh, I'm assuming that hate, he he good now.
3: I hate college athletics right now.
1: <laughs> hey, business is conducted, business is done. Um you know how I feel about subtweeting, I'm not a big fan of it, but hey, I I I'm, I'm I'm not 20 something years old. So I didn't have social media when I was 20 years old. I probably would do the same thing. I hope I I hope I wouldn't or didn't. If I was that age, but hey, man, if you just want, if you want more bread, just go get more bread. Ain't no need to just put it on Twitter. Is how I feel, but uh looks like that's taken care of. And that's a good thing because, again, that's, that's Tennessee's leading rusher. And we saw what he did in the second half against against Clemson. Also, today, Joey Halsley, Tennessee's quarterback coach, was named offensive coordinator. And he also joined Joshua Swain. We got a chance to chop it up with him. Because you were filling in for Josh Ward uh, today, Tennessee basketball moved from number three, Kim Palm, to number two after the shellacking of Mississippi State. But man, Ben, where you want to go? Where you want to go, Ben? Because I, I mean, even the even the Lady Balls just won a couple of minutes ago to start
3: SEC play three and zero. Everybody's winning. I like this it. last month. Let's. Let's start football. We know why the people are here. I mean, we know that they're tuned in to, to see your your beautiful bald head and my beautiful buzzed head, but let, let, let's talk about what the people want, and that's the football team that just had a magical season, and it's going to be really, really hard to re- replicate this season's success when you talk about winning 11 games and going to the Orange Bowl, and and beating Clemson, and and Alabama, and Florida, and LSU, Uh, and I know Kentucky's not in the same vein of those teams, but Tennessee fans enjoy beating Kentucky in any sport, is my point, so uh, to to beat all of those teams in in the same season, and and include a a nice road win over Pittsburgh to to start the year, it was a big season, so I I don't know that it's going to be easy, it's not going to be easy to replicate that, but you need guys like Jacob Warren coming back to to start building towards another magical season. And, and look, as magical as this year was, this isn't the end, end goal for Tennessee. The, the end goal is a national championship. The, the end goal is an SEC championship, uh, getting to the college football playoffs. And uh, the, there are still quite a bit of faults on, on this football team. Uh, and things that need to be improved upon and, and depth needs to to continue to develop and and, and grow in order to achieve those goals. So uh, th- this season, as magical and terrific as it was, it was still kind of a, a building block because at Tennessee, you expect to win SEC championships and national championships. Uh, so th- this season serves as a nice building block. But my, my point that I'm getting to is that in order to keep building and, and to sus- sustain the success that Tennessee had this season, you need guys like Jacob Warren. Coming back, Aaron Beasley coming back. You, you've seen how beneficial it is when guys take advantage of that COVID year, uh, the last two years. When uh, you look at Theo Jackson and, and Matthew Butler and, and Jerome Carvin, uh, Princeton Fant, guys like that that maybe aren't the Hendon Hookers and Jalen Hyatts and are, are the superstar players. They're, they're they're kind of the the glue to the team. They're, they're the ones that that help those superstars go out and win the bullet and compete to win a Heisman. And, and you need your Jacob Warren's back. You need your Aaron Beasley's back on top of the, the signing class that you brought in last year that you're developing the signing class that is coming in right now. Uh, that that's, that's where that's how you improve and, and get to those championships. Wayne.
1: Absolutely. You mentioned Aaron Beasley and I know Joe Milton won the MVP. I know he's the quarterback. I get how this stuff goes. Joe Milton has a pro Throws the first touchdown throw to Bruce McCoy, That was a pro throw. That was that's that was that was next level stuff right there. Uh, Joe was dang good, but Aaron Beasley, in my opinion, was the MVP of the game. He had 12 total tackles. This man had four tackles for loss for a total of 19 yards. He had two sacks, one pass breakup. He was. Everywhere. He was the best player on the field. He may not be the best player going into the NFL draft. He may not be the player that has the highest ceiling in terms of the NFL. But on that night, last Friday, Aaron Beasley, in my opinion, was the best player in the field, had the best game um, out there. That is great for um, the future of Tennessee's defense that will only get better and needs to get better. Needs need to take a lot of pressure off the offense, uh, the, the running game, was, was slow really for both sides in terms of the running backs having success. Um, Clemson found something with his own read. Uh, Club Nick running the football. Um, I mean, Clemson did a really good job with with going back to the well with Will Shipley. Got a lot of respect for Will Shipley. Um, he's a really good player, but he got, he got touched up. Diving into the end zone, two-point conversion. We hit those ribs, and uh, we didn't see much of him after that. But kudos to the Tennessee offensive line that did not have the best day, but continued to fight, continued to claw and scratch. And when it came time to um, get a play, because you needed a play, you had a couple three and outs. The offense was stagnant. But when it came time to make a play, to have a drive to go and and create some distance between you and Clemson, offensive line opened up a hole for Jalen Wright. And it was off to the races for a gain of 42 yards and then Joe Milton put it in the end zone again but man uh going into the game i i wasn't really sure that i would ex- that i would see Joe Milton play at this level i didn't know what to expect because we we had never seen it before at tennessee and i'm glad that he proved a lot of people wrong and he played the way he played cuz i truly just did not know what i was going to see and expect did you pick uh tennessee to win no not not okay. in my head well, but I never – I'm I, I never I'm bringing publicly. up old stuff. Like, I never said anything publicly. I
3: okay. Yeah, but that, – That's cool and all. I'm yeah. bringing up old stuff right now.
1: Remember, remember all that
3: mess you gave me uh, about what, what game was it that I picked? Alabama to, to beat Tennessee? Remember all that mess you gave me?
1: Man, I know you ain't going to try to compare the Alabama week to, to, to the bowl game. I know you oh, I am
3: because I picked Tennessee to beat Clemson, <laughs> unlike the rest of you clowns.
1: I'm sorry. And when I say
3: clowns, I'm I'm referring to fellow media members.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't see Hendon Hooker out there. I didn't see Jalen uh, you know, Jalen Hyde out there. I didn't see those guys. I didn't see some of those same dudes that played. No, I, look,
3: I I I don't at all blame anybody for for picking Clemson to to win that game. Uh, that they, they are certainly the more established team and their depth. Uh, is better than Tennessee's, quite frankly, because Dabble Sweeney's been there forever. I don't, I don't know exactly what year it is for him. I think he's in double digits, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Josh Heupel's just in, in year two after taking over uh, a really unfortunate situation. And and the reason Tennessee wasn't able to get to Atlanta or the college football playoffs is, is because of the depth uh, of this team. Uh, and you just need more talent and, and more depth. So I don't blame anybody for picking Clemson. But I am going to toot my own horn since... Everybody wanted to, wanted to get on on my back when I picked Alabama to beat Tennessee, just because I needed to believe it, see it to believe it. Okay, so I, I'm I'm gonna make sure that I that I remind you that I picked Tennessee to beat Clemson, but I I didn't have a ton of confidence in it, uh, just because Joe hasn't done a ton to this point to to inspire a lot of confidence, and it just had not clicked for him yet. But it it clicked, and, and you said it perfectly. I I did not see that. Coming, he he played really really well, and, and I, I partially did pick Tennessee because of Joe. I thought the difference in the game was going to be that Joe, at although it hasn't clicked for Joe up until that game, he knew the the offense, he, he knew how to orchestrate it, he, he knew what the coaches expected from him. The knowing of the system wasn't the issue; it, it was executing it at a consistently high level has been the issue there's been a disconnect in, in that part. And I thought that Joe's familiarity with the system and Tennessee still having some some talent out there at the skill positions with the running backs and and Drew McCoy uh, and Squirrel played well against Vanderbilt, so you thought he'd have a, a chance for success as well. Ramel Keaton's made some plays. Jacob Warren and Princeton Fant were playing. There there was still skill there that, that Joe could utilize. And you look on the other side and Kay Klubnick was making his second career start. And I I thought that that would be the difference. The fact that Joe knew the offense, Cade was making his second career start and Clemson does not have a whole lot of talent at at the skill positions. And I'm more so speaking about receiver uh, or at least established talent because they they may have some young guys that have a ton of potential, but they don't have any studs like they have the the last couple of years. Will Shipley is at the running back position, but outside of that, Cade does not have a ton to work with. and, And that offensive line is kind of above average. This year, and, and you saw that Tennessee's defensive front dominated Clemson up front. So I, I thought that that was going to be the difference in the game, and, and that's why I picked Tennessee. Although I do agree with you that I did not see that performance coming from Joe.
1: Uh-uh. No, no, I did not. I did not. Glad that um, that we saw it though. I think that's the Joe Milton that the coaches thought they were going to get when they named him uh, the starter last year, and the Joe that thought that that they could bring out when they wanted him to come. As a transfer from from Michigan, but let me let me let me give a shout out. Where where are all my South Carolina, Tennessee fans out there? Where, where are all my Tennessee fans that live in the Carolinas? Where where are y'all right now? Because y'all have been really struggling over the last couple of years with being able to talk your talk. And, and walk your walk, and strut your stuff, and walk with a limp. Like, you you haven't really been able to do that. You've had to be shy. You've had to be passive. You couldn't make yourself known while entering rooms with other Clemson fans. You had to kind of just sneak on in rooms. Hey, 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 how y'all doing? I'm, I'm just here. Not anymore. You bust the door down. Vols in here. <laughs> we here. Hey everybody, y'all see the, y'all see the ball game? <laughs> hey, did y'all did y'all see that game? Hey man, how your mama and them doing? I'm in here today. That's that's how you enter. You know that's how Vols Nation enter in every door that he goes in South Carolina. Every door. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three is our telephone number. The way it works. Is give us a call. You automatically put on hold. We'll put you through and just tell us where you are calling from and and what your name is and let's do that right now. Reach on over here and hit this button. Uh, good evening.
5: Well, you know this ball from South Carolina is going to call in. Let's go.
1: Let's go. This is, <laughs> this Casey. is Casey. Hey, Casey, you've
5: been <laughs> striking your stuff around. You. you... <laughs> well. It was very hard after one of the games in South Carolina. Hey, we ain't talking about that, Case. We ain't talking about that. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. What's really funny about this game, all the Gamecock fans who've come up to me so excited and hey. pulling for Tennessee, which is, for, for any Tennessee fan, that's weird. We would yeah. never do that. Yeah, it's weird. The Gamecock fans are a different breed. They are weird. Um, it's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Clemson, my Clemson friends are so mad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They are so frustrated. Not that Tennessee beat them, but just how they beat them. They have no offense and they have no O line and they have no, they are their players that were the T Higgins. Um, they're gone. Yeah. And it, it is, um, it finally showed itself. Thanks to Tennessee, <laughs> but um, the defense, our defense, oh, my goodness. I was. I did not think we would win. Did not at all. But defense proved me wrong. So all the praise to them. I thought our offense would do well, but I did not think our defense would handle. Man, they shut them down. It was beautiful. I, I, I was so happy.
1: I, I just want to know, like, how did the conversation start with you and Clemson? fans like did you (laughs) like did you initiate the trash talk did you like kind of walk in and just kind of look at them and just wait for them to say something like how 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 did it start
5: i was i was with them
1: (laughs) oh you so you was with them when you saw the game
5: oh oh yeah oh Oh, yeah oh Oh, yeah we were all together um i was after the south carolina game i was just smiled a lot one of them has he played at clemson he I, i i knew better than to talk to him he's Still very pissed off, or mad, excuse me. Um, yeah, he's so. <laughs> it's been great. I've I've loved seeing. it. All I send is that silly picture of Dabo smiling when <laughs> the, the score was fourteen to three. Oh, That's yeah. pretty. much. And I could send a bunch of stuff, too, but I've been very kind. Um, I've been pretty kind. <laughs> We're gonna see him <laughs> again, Casey. I, We're gonna see him again soon. I I, I honestly thought, you know, before. Whatever happened that we won't discuss and at the railroad tracks, um, I thought we would see them in the playoffs.: Yeah, I really did. And we actually discussed that before the game. We should have all been together at the playoff game. Um, yeah. But no, I don't, I don't know that we'll see them again. I, I think they are heading in a direction that is not like Tennessee. I don't think they are changing in the way college football is changing. I think Dabo's about his friends and keeping them around and he's gonna have to make some ugly changes. Um, but if and if he doesn't, then I don't think they'll be in the same direction as Tennessee. Well, hey. I think there are some big changes that come in for Clemson.
1: I thought they and did it a, ain't in the right
5: direction. <laughs>
1: I thought they did a pretty good job, Casey. I don't see why they should change anything. I thought it was great.
5: great oh I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I thought I it was great. I, thought, I I agree with you, but if I was a Clemson fan, I would disagree. But no, I loved every minute. I was floored. I could not believe it. To the point where then I've watched the game twice. I so I watched it three times. <laughs> I oh, couldn't yeah. believe it. Fun. It's been wonderful. So and fun. thank goodness for Joe Milton. I mean, look, he he deserves it. He worked really hard. He's put a lot of work in. Um there's some good, hard working kids on that team. Good for them.
1: Sure. For sure. Yep. Thank you. Hey, yep. Casey, we look forward to maybe seeing you in Knoxville again this upcoming football season or basketball I'm season. Going in the
5: Nash- <laughs> I'm going to the Nashville game and I'll probably, I'm going to try to go to one more. I'm going to bring the kids to a simple, I say an easy game, hopefully a noon or four o'clock game. But I'm going to try to bring the kids next year. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Hey, Casey, thanks I'm not going so North- much.
5: <laughs> no, say that again. I'll take, I said, I don't know if I can go to the Georgia game. No, no, no. With no, no, kids. No. No, no, with no, the no, no! No kids uh-uh. for the Georgia game, uh-uh. but um, yeah, maybe a game with the kids. But y'all have a good Happy New Year! Hope y'all had a good Christmas, and talk to y'all soon.
1: Hey, thank you, thank you, Casey! Happy New Year to you! Now, I can't bring the kids to Georgia week now. Mm uh-uh. mm, uh-uh. it's it's, it's it. we gonna repay that favor. Oh, All that, that crowd was giving us the business when we was down there. You know that very loud stadium. Yeah, we gonna we gonna repay you for that, and then um. The South Carolina game here, weird that Carolina fans will be rooting for Tennessee to beat Clemson. That's just weird because um, we saw the flyover. I know it was a couple people, and a couple people don't speak for the fan base, but you have. You spoke for the fan base, the flyover at the Orange Bowl, um, 63 points. Beamer was pouring it on, so that's going to be a new rivalry that's going to be really, really fun. And I do think we'll see Clemson uh, sooner than later because— Yes, Clemson is going in the wrong direction, but you got to think about the conferences they play in. The competition is going to be a little soft. Their the schedule is easy, and the, the college football playoff is expanding, and it makes it easier for more teams to get in. Now they may be a lower seed; we might be a higher seed when we see them. But I mean, hey, it makes it easier for 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 teams to get in. So I think we I think we'll see them. All right, let's go back to the phones. And then we got to take a break. Uh, good evening. Who do we have with us?
6: Buddy Turkey Man, Tur- Turkey Man. It.
1: Good evening, sir.
6: Hey, you hear me good? Yeah, man, you sound great. Okay, I had turned down here. Hey, I was going to ask. Does anybody know anybody about hamburgers being sent to Omaha? Was it Omaha? Uh, I don't think Clemson is in Omaha. Them. I think Omaha yeah. hamburgers
1: were sent to Clemson, South yeah. Carolina. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, that definitely happened. Yeah. I don't understand why what? people would be that petty to send one hundred dollars uh, of hamburger meat to Dabo. You could have been sending that, sending some Ben and McKee some 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 formula. There
6: you go. There you some, go. Well, and I some diapers. Thought it pretty good. Uh, I, I thought. I thought it maybe it's pretty good. I, I thought it's pretty good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I kind of chuckled on that one.
1: It was great. I Ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it was. It was good.
6: I, I'm I'm kind of excited to see what next year's going to bring now. I really am. I uh, I feel like we're going to have better defense. I think uh, from what uh, maybe Ben can talk about, uh, defensive players coming in, the new ones, and give us a little rundown on that. But uh, I'm excited to see if we're going to have somebody, some defensive backs and some, some uh, fresh uh, young blood uh, to rush the, as a quarterback and boy did he not have a rough
1: day was that not a rough day for that young quarterback oh yeah it was it was rough he got he got hit pretty good i mean he had a he had a typical true freshman experience playing against a really good team i mean he made some plays here and there showed some flashes we see why he's uh or was so highly touted but uh he had his bumps too he made some mistakes you know took a took a sack in the red zone without any timeouts um took a sack when he didn't have to when Byron young basically just pushed him down. Like they was at the playground. and he just throw the ball out of bounds. You don't have to take that n- unnecessary hit. He's going to be good. He's going to be an- another great quarterback for Clemson. But, uh, yeah, he, he, he's made, he made his mistakes and didn't have a lot of help on the outside either.
6: And I, I thought he really played pretty good, but I, I thought we roughed him up pretty good. Oh, yeah. I thought we got to him and, uh, and uh, welcome you to the, to the college uh, game. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here. But, by the way, uh, remember, man, for our more, more guys. Yes, uh, sir. I'm having pro- having a problem with my eyes, and they're going to do surgery on it. And they've done it one, and it didn't help. So so just be with me on that. Just remember me. We got and, you. Uh, all right, buddy. Have a good day. Hey, much love, Turkey.
1: Much love, Turkey, man. We got you, Turkey, man. Make sure y'all lift Turkey, man, up. To have a procedure done on the, on those eyes. We we can't let him not be able to see. Tennessee football continue to put up big time points, and the Tennessee basketball team. What was going on in Thompson Bowling Arena against Mississippi State? Did we even miss a shot? I mean, almost seventy percent from the field, not from the free throw line, from the field.
3: You better you better say the exact number, sir.
1: Uh it was almost seventy percent. It was a
3: crisp sixty-nine percent.
1: It was a—it was almost seventy percent. seventy percent sounds better than sixty-nine. You and Gronkowski may think otherwise, but uh, I'm going with seventy percent. What, like you know, how hard it is to shoot seventy percent when you at the gym by yourself? These dudes shot seventy percent versus a whole another team. <laughs> wow! Wow! They have the sixth-ranked defense in the country. Wow! Mm, mm, Nine to one. Not anymore. No, sir. not not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> All right. Sweet so event fueled by Dead and Barbecue. Ben McKee, GoValls247. Uh, we'll take a quick time out. Stay with us. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. You know you need to stop playing around and schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored, self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center, or you just want the convenience of at-home treatment, all good. Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in-person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare.
7: Hey there, Swain event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols!
1: Healer is giving away free vacations for you and your family this month. With every purchase of a new whole home generator or select new HVAC systems, Healer is giving you a free week-long vacation. With every purchase of a new tankless water heater, Healer is going to give you a free weekend vacation, and they're giving you a Visa Rewards card to help pay for the gas to get you there. Choose from over. swainevent fuel SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Ben McKee, Go Balls Two Four Seven. Jason Swain here with you. Feels good, man. Eleven wins, first time since two thousand and one. Oh my goodness, Ben McKee, I got, I got, I got a special surprise for you. I
3: just want to rock,
1: huh? A rock. I just want to rock. I got, I, I got, I got, I got, I got something better. Or someone better. You know who I got Hmm. for you? I don't want Ballstorm or DR Ball. Okay.
3: I don't want C Mac. Okay. Um Do not want Alan PA. Okay. Um
1: I got I got I got I got I got I I prefer big shot Rob. I got big orange Mac. Let's go. And
2: I prefer Big Orange Mac. That, that's even Good better. Sorry, evening, sorry Big James Shot Rob, but whizzling. Big Orange Max, the king. Good evening, Benjamin. Gentlemen, I don't know what was hotter down in Miami. All the Hump or the Clemson fans after the game. Let me tell y'all, look ahead, look ahead, look ahead. Boy, it was hot down on South Beach. Woo, woo.
1: I mean, I was down there too, Big Orange Max. I mean, I know, I mean I was looking out of the side of my eye. I mean i not I I mean I was look I wasn't looking like forward, but you know, just the periphery, you know. I, I, oh, I know you weren't looking. You was booed up the on peripher- the beach, so oh, I had my wife with me. I was you know, peripheral. You know, I just I had, making sure you had the I sunglasses take sunglasses on. Well I just had you know, you gotta keep your head on the swivel. You just never know what might happen. Somebody might try to attack you out of nowhere. So you got to, you always got to look and see what's going on. And when I was looking to see what's going on, I saw some things.
3: That's all. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had the sunglasses on, making sure people could see your eyes, make make sure you could see that they were coming. Yeah.
1: The crazy eyes. Cataracts. All right, Big Orange Mac. You was down in Miami, huh?
2: I saw some pictures. Yeah. yeah. We was down there all week long. This sightseeing, this traveling. <laughs> and, uh. Man, the crazy thing is, man, the big orange nation showed up. Oh boy! Ball nation showed up and showed out. Man, I was down on South Beach Friday. I dropped my mom's sister off at the airport, and I went back. I got to go back. <laughs> yeah. I got to go back. Yeah. And uh, man, we was out in full force, having a good time. I feel sorry for the for the. Foreign guy that had on the orange polo and didn't know why everybody was yelling at him and everybody was high fiving him. He was kind of like, "Excuse me," he didn't know what the hell was going on. (laughs) 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 the man was confused. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know. He didn't definitely didn't know what to take. He wasn't speaking English. You know, (laughs) it was was a wild time.
1: Hey man, Man, and there's some places, big ones, Matt, where you wear the wrong colors. And like the response is opposite. <laughs> like he's yeah. wearing orange and everybody's loving up on him.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, man, I, I can't say enough about the uh, the performance from uh, Bazooka Joe. I'm proud of him. You know, a lot of people, <laughs> you know, uh, they call him by another name, uh, Overthrow Joe. Uh, he, you know, he shut that up, and I'm proud of him. I'm proud of the defense. They shut uh, Burger King down. Uh, <laughs> they didn't have it their way. And uh, <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> and leaving us the ball nation to get the last laugh. My man sent 100 uh, hamburgers to Dabo. So he'll have enough to put on it. You know he ain't cooking. You know Dabo ain't cooking with no charcoal. You know he got one of them yes. Weber green onions um, for propane. Uh, you know. Yeah, he, uh, see, he ain't, he ain't so, on the charcoal. He ain't using no charcoal. Mm -mm, No. He's strictly propane and propane accessories. Like, A he
1: No flavor.
2: Zero. (laughs) Bland. No seasoning, nothing on that burger. Nothing, zero. (laughs) Zero seasoning. (laughs) Man, I'm going to get off of here, uh, let somebody else get on. Uh, Hopefully, we'll get to talk again soon. Love y'all. Enjoy it. 11-2. Eleven and two. It feels good to say it. Eleven and two. Eleven and
1: two. Yeah, it feels good. It, it just feels good, baby. It feels good. Y'all have good love, y'all. All right. Much love, big ones, man. We laid too, man. We laid too. Yeah, Jacob Warren's back. Taylor Wright signs the NIL deal. Joe Milton signed the NIL deal. Tennessee looks like they're in a good spot for um Oregon transfer receiver. Um whew, Thornton still trying to get more help there. I mean, y'all. Have y'all took y'all cups off yet? I mean, that's I know Big Orange Mac wasn't walking around Miami with that cup. I know you wasn't doing that. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, well. Ten was. wins. New York, New York, New Year's sixth game. Ain't no way you gotta have a cup on in Miami. That cup has to well, be off at, at this point, guys. It's time to take the cup off. Big Orange Mac was wearing a cup for different reasons. <laughs> Trying to help his perception of himself. Let me let me go back um, to the phone. You ain't no, you ain't got no sense. Let me go to the phone. You ain't got no sense. Good evening. Good evening. What's up?
0: Hey man, this is Gene. Hey Gene. How you doing, guys? Man, we
1: are we we are great. We 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 cover a winning school, and you cheer <laughs> for a winning program. I mean, it doesn't it's, really get much better. I mean, unless it's about you. Time. Hoist one of these trophies, which I hope one of these sports are able to do here soon.
0: Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, y'all yeah, yeah, been through ten years of having to cover catastrophe. Man, <laughs> it,
1: it's like the Swain event slash Dr. Phil. <laughs> having our Tennessee fans come sit on our couch on Mondays, trying to trying to make sense of what we just saw on Saturdays.
0: Yep, I tell you what made me feel good and what, what looked good. That first throw to Brew McCoy in the, in the back of the end zone—that was a pro throw. That was. That was a pro throw, and then when he looked off, looked off the the uh, the uh, safety, mm-hmm. throwing. You know, and he did the double pump to uh, to Squirrel White. That's a pro move. That was. That and was. Uh, the one, I guess, it was the most. That I, that I think was, was going to be more successful for him was the one, not the one to Ramel Keaton for the touchdown, but the one before that, set it up. At, was it third and third and eight?
1: Oh yeah, 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 the big route. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he threw him open. Oh yeah, that's perfect. And uh, though he's better at those little crossing routes than Hooker, it gets there because uh, as long as they will get their hands on that ball. They better set that jug machine to 120 miles an hour.
1: That's <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. And hey, so they get, get their receivers. hands on
0: that ball. It's not going to give anybody else time to react to it. Nope. But nope. yeah, it's 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 great to hear you guys actually having fun after a game, man. After a season.
1: It's been a while. It, it's been it's a while.
0: Time. So anyway, we- guys. Uh, and Ben, hello. Wasn't it trying to ignore you?
3: Hope everything is
8: going no, well. It's, with it's all
3: good. It, it's all good. It's uh, it, you got to kind of tread lightly when, when you've got three people talking in three different places and can't see each other. So I hope I hope you're well, and I hope you enjoyed the, the season as much as we did. I did, and when we found out that Christmas, I'm going to be a
0: poppy again in July. So. Yeah,
1: congratulations,
0: Gene. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, grandkid number five. Goodness gracious. Wow. So Jane, you better get, get the Christmas presents ready for 2023. Let's start now. <laughs> and no socks. Have to get this. <laughs>
0: and, and I wanted socks. <laughs> <but> <laughs> that's when you know you're old. You, you say, okay, just just get me socks just and underwear.
1: Socks and drawers. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, but, yeah, Jane, it's been fun. It's been fun. I'm looking forward to carrying that over to, to basketball and to baseball and you know, let's do it all over again next year and, and football. So Sounds it, it has been fun.
0: Well, guys, have a great evening and uh, get off here and let somebody else get on. All
1: right, Gene. Take care, my friend. Happy New Year. You better leave Big be to Mac alone, Ben. <laughs> you ain't slick. You ain't slick like you about. at all. Says, oh, oh, are we okay with people saying Tennessee this year beat three out of the last four national champs? Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, you you beat you know, you beat Clemson and Alabama and uh LSU. These programs did win the championship three out of the last four years. I mean, it, it's not butchy. It doesn't sound butchy if that's what you are afraid of, Chip Payne. I don't think it sounds butchy. No,
3: good. and and also there, there's people trying to downplay the, the the wins over Alabama and Clemson and and even LSU. There's I, I can understand somebody downplaying downplaying the the win over Florida and, and opposing fan downplaying the win over Florida because th- this Florida football team is the the record may not say it barely got to a bowl game, and then did not show up in the bowl game. Uh, but that that's as least talented of a Florida team as I've I've seen in my lifetime. It, it's up there as one of the most or one of the, the least talented Florida teams I've seen. So I can understand somebody mentioning that game. But to discredit Tennessee for beating Alabama and Clemson, and yes, this obviously was not the, the, the typical Alabama or Clemson season that we've seen of late, but they were still – Two really good football teams, top
1: ten teams that won ten games this season. I yeah, mean, you, you beat Clemson good went on to win the ACC. Yeah, you should get credit for being good teams. They're good teams. Like I don't, I don't see. <laughs> yes, the they,
3: they, Alabama and Clemson are two of the the four or five teams in college football that are the standard right now. They they still have NFL players all over their roster, and uh, you, you saw what that Alabama team did to Kansas State and. Mm-hmm. and I still think Bryce Young is the best quarterback in college football. Oh, yeah, a little bit. I, I, I really do. I think he should be the first quarterback taken off the board. And Tennessee was able to, to beat his team. And, and then Clemson, they dominated Clemson. And Clemson's a 10-win team. That That's one of the standards in college football right now. So everybody, opposing fans can miss me with, with the discrediting of, of Tennessee for, for those two wins. And, and even LSU. LSU is not as good as it has been the last 10 to 15 years at times. But that's still a very talented LSU team that uh, was, was able to pick up some big wins this season.
1: And Tennessee did it on on the road
3: and absolutely blew them out. They're, they get credit for that a lot of it.
1: Yeah, you don't have to apologize for beating good teams. Like LSU is a good team. Like if you beat if you beat a championship team, guess where you would be right now? We 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 would probably be playing this weekend. You know that championship team that you had a chance to beat was well, Georgia. So you beat good teams like that's 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 good like that's why Tennessee will finish as a top five team in the final rankings all right let's go back to the phones uh good evening
9: good evening fellas how's everybody doing
1: oh we great man who are we speaking with this evening man this is your boy dZ in Milwaukee I knew. and
9: then we ain't we ain't ducking no smoke <laughs> uh, yeah
3: y'all were ducking smoke that night we hung a forty-piece dub on you. Ooh, it was like Ooh,
9: too. Was and, and I'm glad I missed every second of it. Then <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I think I hit, a, I think I hit you up on Twitter later that evening. I um, I I had been playing um, some indoor soccer with um, some folks from my job on Thursday night, and just so happened to miss that game. And kind of glad I did. Yep, it was yeah, like That was a, yeah, that was ugly. That
1: was a
3: a good one to to miss, but no the you talk about standards of college football the bucks are one of the standards in the nba right now and giannis is one of my favorite players so they'll be perfectly fine they they have more pedigree than the grizz so i can't talk too much
9: yeah but at least y'all healthy right now uh, i don't know what's up with middleton he played like two games in november and we haven't seen him since then and drew holiday he plays you know he may play a game You know, one night and then we won't see him again for another two weeks. So I'm not really sure what's up with those two guys. But like you said, Giannis is just, I don't know, he's out of this world right now. But I did not call to talk about NBA. I called (laughs) to talk about all the great things that are going on on the Hill right now. Um, Danny White got got this program on fire right now. Um, All the programs, should I say, um, from – Football, obviously, to basketball. Looks like the Lady Vols are finally trying to get get themselves together. And then a quick curveball, pun intended. Yeah. I see that the uh, – I was reading some great reporting on a little website called Go Valls 247 a little while ago and um, read a couple articles um, about the number two baseball team. Is that right, Ben?
3: That, that is – Correct. Now there, there's a ton of college baseball polls. There, there's five primary polls, so
8: there, there,
3: there's going to be a couple of other different numbers that you see. Collegiate baseball, they come out with theirs just before Christmas, and I think they had Tennessee at number five, if I remember correctly. But my my point in mentioning all the polls is is that Tennessee is going to be a preseason top five baseball team, and they've got a ton of talent. They've got the, the potential number one overall pick in the draft and Chase Dolander they've got the best starting rotation in the country and I mean it's a it's a fair expectation to to go win a national championship they have enough talent to do so
9: oh, that's sweet yeah I was reading it, it uh, was it saying that he's throwing like ninety six to hundred like consistently now
3: yes it it's Chase Dolander looks really really good um, for those who don't keep super close attention to, to the baseball team. They had their old strength coach, Quentin Eberhardt. He, he, he had left to, to go be the strength coach for the Cubs, but I uh, just wasn't feeling the professional vibe. It's much different as a strength coach as, as a professional, because I mean, they're, they're professional athletes to kind of do everything on their own as it is. And, and you, you don't necessarily have the same connection that you do uh, at the, the college level. And, and the, the coaching staff is super close so he wanted to come back and he he was absolutely awesome and has been as important as anybody to tony vitello getting this thing going and and the current players like a chase dolander who he transferred to tennessee after q had already left to go be with the cubs or only got to spend a couple of weeks with him um he didn't necessarily get to reap those benefits last off season, but this offseason he, he's been with q and he looks tremendous and I, I there's a strong chance he's the number one overall pick here in a couple of months if if he can stay healthy.
9: Oh, wow, that sounds great. Sounds beautiful. Um, are they doing any renovations to the stadium this season, or is everything still kind of up in the up in the air?
3: They haven't done any major renovations. Uh, th- those are still in the works and. and the, the problem is that in order to, to get the equipment, the, the cranes and bulldozers and, and those type of things, it takes forever to, I guess, apply and, and then get approved and, and then get the equipment in place. So uh, in terms of the, the, the large changes that, that are coming, that, that's still going to be uh, another year or so probably, um, but they're still doing minor things here and there within the locker room and, and the weight room and, and still doing a ton of planning uh, for the, the big renovations that are set to come over the next two to four years. And and then they did like a big old fan survey when they announced all that stuff. So I, I think they're still trying to gauge exactly what they want to do and, and how they want to do it as
9: well. Okay. Politics. Yep. Yep.
2: Good stuff. All
9: right. All right. Well, um, Before I get off, um, just really quick, I wanted to uh, send out my uh, thoughts and prayers to uh, DeMar Hamlin and his family. Um, Been really encouraged by uh, the looks like things are uh, moving in a positive direction, and uh, hopefully it continues that way. And uh, outside of that, fellas, it's good to talk to you guys as always. And, again, like I said, Danny White got that thing going right now. I hope they keep it up.
1: Hey, thank you so much for for the phone calling and time, and to be Appreciate you. to be fair, because I think it's important to be fair. Whenever it's praise or blame, because I guess it's all the same. No, I'm just kidding. But like to be fair, yes, things are great right now, and yes, Danny White is the AD. I think things were heading in that direction for a few sports pre Danny white and Danny white has come and added uh, his own flavor and done some really good things as well. And now this thing is, is really, really rolling and looking good, but you gotta get credit to credit to AD that hired my AD that hired Rick Barnes and was involved um, in that process today. I mean, you got to, you got to, Look at what they were able to do then, today, and give them some credit. But man, yeah, Danny White is doing his thing for sure. But thanks so much for 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 the phone call. Yeah, the uh, all that is going on during some t- points of the season last year. Baseball while we was winning, new strength coach. We 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 gonna be real tight, Ben McKee. Gonna be real tight, and take this thing to another level.
2: Say
3: that again. You kind of cut out there for me.
1: Some of the some of the things the end of the season last year with Tennessee baseball, um, you know, with with us flicking the opposing team off and things like that. I know people got a kick out of that, but let's be honest. That's that's not something you want to do and be proud of consistently. And um, word is that the the strength coach coming back is going to be a big difference with um, how things are done, and um, it's going to be a, a huge, huge, huge benefit.
3: Yeah, I I mean, I I think they're still going to play with that same fire and and the oh, sure. same passion and, oh yeah and, yeah and not yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not saying that you're you're not saying that but uh i i do think it's something that they could benefit from maybe uh toning it down uh just, uh, just a, a notch t- just a time mean, yeah. rick, rick barnes yeah because they were doing a little too much and look jordan beck is is a good dude uh, i know him somewhat on a personal level because he's from the Huntsville area and and we have a lot of mutual uh, friends. And, and I even got on the road this season, I I got to spend some time with his dad at games, quite frankly. Um, And and they're they're good people. He just kind of got caught up in the moment, a kid that got caught up in the moment. Uh That's not really reflective of of who he is as a person, but it it is things like that, that they could benefit from, from toning down that there's, also the the situation in the NCAA tournament when Drew Gilbert doesn't like the call and he, he kind of loses it there. And look, Drew Gilbert, I, to still Tony Vitello's phrasing for so many years. Drew Gilbert is a sweetheart. That that dude is just as nice as can be off the field. He he is a totally different person off the field. I ran into him at, at a popular coffee shop a, a couple of weeks ago. And we sat down and talked for 10, 15 minutes mm. and, and – for somebody who was just a first round pick and playing for the Houston Astros organization that just won the world series. I mean, he he was asking me about my life and and asking me about my son and he's, he's just that type of guy. Um, But he got caught up in the moment. And then Tony gets caught up in the moment and Frank Anderson gets caught up in the moment and it it spirals out of control. And that, that passion and energy has been so uh, a huge reason as to why they've had success. But when things have unraveled at times, it's also been the reason. So I, I think that they would benefit from that. We'll, we'll see if they actually tone it down <laughs> some. It's one of those things where it's kind of I got to believe it to, to see it. Uh, and Q has that same type of, of passion. But he's he's somebody that that's definitely like a big brother to to the players um, and, and truly does serve as a role model. So uh, he, he will certainly help. But he, he was also on some of those early teams, swing um, <laughs> that that was getting into it with, with other other teams as, as well.
0: So we'll, yeah, we'll I see.
1: mean, you, you still play with the edge. You still get into other teams, but there's there there's a line, and you know there's a few times we we stepped over it. We were habitual line steppers, is what you know, uh, Charlie Murphy would would say, and we do we don't need to be as habitual with it like we were last year. That's all, and um, I think we learn the lesson there we can still be who we are without losing control and that's what you learn that's what life is all about that's about it's about learning lessons and 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 growing from that lesson that you learn i think we will do that we will take another quick break we got a phone call we'll get to we'll come back wrap everything up swain event fueled by dead end barbecue my man ben mckee go 247 i'm jason swain stay with us
7: Still sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out how to buy and sell in this complicated market? I get it, and I understand why you're hesitant. That's where I come in. Call me, Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I'm happy to help answer any questions you have, and whether you're ready to rock in two weeks or two years, I'll be here. Look forward to hearing from you soon, and go Vols!
1: fellas do you need an annual health exam i recommend going to low t center to get your complete health assessment they will check all of your levels not just your t level in most cases it's completely covered by your health insurance and if you don't have insurance it's less than 100 for a full lab panel and office visit with the medical provider to give you a complete health assessment Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your online appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare.
4: The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain Event on Twitter and like this show on Facebook.
1: All right, welcome back to Wayne Event, Fueled by Dead and Barbecue. Let's go to the phones, 865-255-03. And uh, we have Chris. Chris, uh, good evening, man. Thanks for calling. Really appreciate you.
8: Yeah, Good evening. I'm so glad y'all continue to do this, at least one night on most weeks on Thursday. Hey, thank you. I used to listen to the show every morning. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. But, yeah, come Monday, Tennessee has a chance to be rated in the top five and. In- Football, men's basketball, and baseball.
1: Think about that for a second. That's that's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. <laughs> I mean, very. And I don't know which sport Tennessee has a chance to win a championship in first between those three. Because now with the college football playoff opening up, it makes it easier to get into the to the dance. Tennessee basketball looks better than they were last year, right now. Tennessee baseball, they've been knocking on the door going to the College of World Series the year before last, and then last year being the one as, as long as they were, like, man, I, I, it's hard to believe, Chris. I mean, it's just sit there and kind of just be amazed by everything. I think
8: I think baseball only because, well, obviously, Botello there in the town he's bringing in, but because you don't have to lose one game and you're out. You know, yeah. there's double elimination, so you can have a bad night and still win it. I think that makes a huge difference.
1: Yeah. Hey, Mississippi State won it. Ole Miss won it. It's 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 our turn.
8: Yeah, and and
3: the baseball program has the most talent of anybody on campus uh, at, at the moment. And even with who we lost, but it, it, it. it is baseball. We we saw that last year against Notre Dame. So ba- baseball is uh, a very difficult sport and a sport of failure. So uh, it just because you have the most talent, and I mean it, this is any sport, but just because you have the most talent doesn't mean that 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 you're going to win.
8: Pretty good Friday, Saturday, Sunday rotation. First team All-American, probably top one or two pick in the draft. First team All-American, probably top ten draft pick the next year. And then second team All-American, pretty good. Yes.
3: I mean, they they might have back-to-back number one overall picks with with Chase Dolander this June. And and then Chase Burns next year because – Dolander is a junior this year, and Burns is a sophomore this year. Yeah, uh, Dolander is, is going to be in the conversation, and and then Burns is going to be the conversation. At minimum, they're going to have back to back top five picks. I, I mean, they yeah. this Tennessee baseball team has as much talent as. I remember that photo a couple of years of years ago when Alabama's offense was on the field, and they put it out as a recruiting graphic, and every single player had been drafted and and was oh, yeah. playing in the NFL. That's the type of talent level Tennessee baseball
8: has at the moment. And obviously, we lost every position player. But I mean, people that don't really follow. Look who we have: Dickey, Berg, Moore, Ahuna, Denton, Merritt, and Cal Booker. The question is, who's who? Do you think will be the left fielder? Griffin Merritt, the
3: the Cincinnati transfer, who is going to hit a oh, ton. You, th- you
8: think he'll play home runs? You think he'll play left and not right?
3: Yes, he played left most of.
8: Okay, every time I, I, I was at ball right. practice,
3: which I was out there just as. As much as I could be, he was in left field all the time. the The right field is the the interesting question uh, because they they have a they have three freshmen on campus, three freshman outfielders that the the talent level is just ridiculous. I mean, they they essentially brought in Jordan Beck and Drew Gilbert all all over again, but three of them. And we'll see if they're going to have the careers that those guys had. But in terms of natural talent and and profile as recruits, it, it's really silly that they didn't end up getting drafted uh, quite right. frankly I, I think it'll be uh, one of those guys out there in right field and, and I, I would keep an eye on jared dickey also potentially playing outfield um I, I i'm curious to see how much his injury in the fall maybe set back his development uh, as a catcher defensively and i and they're, they're stocked at catcher uh, they, they have four legit guys who can catch back there and i wouldn't be surprised if, if Dickey gets some run in the outfield as well
8: yeah like you said with Kind of hard to follow baseball recruiting a little different than basketball and football.
3: Yes, it, it is. So what much different?
8: What makes baseball so great? Now is thanks to the streaming; you can watch every single game, and it's four night and it's four nights a week. That's what makes it so fun.
3: Yeah, it's it's different. I I could. It, it'd be interesting. We talk about football teams and basketball teams recruiting. I mean, Tony Vitello's out here trying to get the commitments of. 11-, 12-, and thirteen-year-olds <laughs> who, <laughs> who aren't even in high play. school yet—that's that's
8: just a weird concept to me. And, and what's the most impressive thing about what he's done is he's done it with terrible facilities. I and mean, I know that next year everything's going to be great, but and that's what makes it so impressive. I mean, getting kids—you go to Arkansas and LSU and Ole Miss and look at those stadiums, and come to Tennessee.
3: Yep they they had tra- they had transfers canceled visits. At Arkansas and at Oklahoma State and at LSU and at Florida, and the number one overall, the, the number one overall Juco player who is from the state of Mississippi decided to come to Tennessee over Mississippi State and Ole Miss, who are the, the two teams that have won the last two national championships. It, it is ridiculous at, the, at the, the level that he's recruiting at. Yeah,
8: just think how good it will be once. Everything's finished next year. This fifty million dollars stadium renovation and dugout
3: and all that stuff. It'll be fun. Who is the Who is the JUCO player? Oh, I'll, I I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He's coming. He's okay. not going to be on the team this year. He'll be on the team. Okay, uh, the next okay. year. He he committed not, not back in
8: year.
3: early oh, okay. fall. He he's a third baseman. Um, okay, so he he's an absolute stud. Picked uh, the balls over. Mississippi State and Ole Miss.
8: I mean, who wouldn't want to play for Tony V? And the guy's just got it. He's you know, he just got that fact, that coolness that people are just drawn to. Some people have it; most don't.
1: He does, for sure. Alex, Alex Perry. Right, hey, what you say? What? Say it again, Ben.
8: Alex Perry. Okay, Alex Perry. So, Alex Perry. Well, all, well, all right. Well, I'm got to listen to part of the show, so I'm the one that. Wayne tweeted you about uh I'm Cosmo Kramer. I'm the one that tweeted you about Thornton and uh the offensive tackle for Miami. Danny hear anything? Supposedly we leave for Thornton and, and it sounds like Austin probably says down to Tennessee and Florida probably for those offensive tackle for Miami.
3: I know the I know the receiver's very interested, which how could you not be? I, I think Tennessee's in a really good right. spot with Thornton, the receiver.
8: Yeah. But, you yeah, know, AP said he thought it came down to Tennessee and Miami. I mean, Tennessee and Florida for the offensive tackle from Miami. So yeah, that
1: did.
8: would be a huge get. So
1: and we definitely love need-
8: the show. And, oh, yeah, we definitely need offensive tackles. So, but love the show. And I can't wait to listen to the rest of the podcast when y'all are done. Hey, so thank you. We got to start about halfway through. It. I appreciate it. Thank hey,
1: thank you. you, Chris. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Martello recruiting at a high level. Get some players from the portal, and it's about the right players from the portal in terms of football too. Because you just can't get any and everybody. Because uh, nil is going to be a thing, and uh, like we we have resources, but like we not we not a bank. Like it ain't just – no, we yeah. So like, and it yeah, it's you, not
3: even about being a bank either. It's it's Heifel's not going to bring in somebody that's going to mess up the culture. He, he's just true. not. You can't build a program through the transfer portal. You. you you utilize the portal to fill needs. You, you still build your program the old-fashioned way through high school guys, bringing them in, developing them, and then you you try to to use the, the portal as a, a trade deadline to, to bolster your roster. Tennessee loses. Tennessee baseball loses. Courtland Lawson to the draft when Tony wasn't probably expecting that going into the season. What does he do? he goes out and adds Maui Ahuna, who's already projected as a first-round pick from Kansas. Yeah. Now, that's how you utilize the portal. You you still build your program, build the culture, and, and then you pick and choose it. And, Swain, even when picking and choosing transfers, you're just not taking anybody and everybody. You, you have to be selective. You just can't bring in these guys that could potentially be a disaster in the locker room. 100%. 100%. And just because they're in the portal, that doesn't mean that they're good. I mean, mo- more often than not, the, the the kids are in the portal for – a reason It's very rare that you have a Jameer Gibbs situation to where the guy is just ultra talented. Most of the guys in the portal are the Jimmy Galloways or the Jimmy Holidays, guys who aren't necessarily vibing with the program that they're at or, or guys that aren't good enough to play at the the program that they're at. That That's mostly what the portal consists of. Yeah. And, and why would Tennessee go add those type of guys? They're, they're trying to get rid of those guys.
1: They're trying to get over the hump trying to get over the hump so you need some 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 program changing championship quality type of players for sure um got a message for you for from hiller plumbing heating cooling and electrical this month Uh, each and every month they have cool special deals this month to start the new year you can get a free 55 inch tv apple ipad solo stove or a nintendo switch when you purchase a new whole home generator or select new HVAC systems, you can get some cool stuff as well. When you upgrade to a tankless water heater, that includes a 55 inch TV, Nintendo switch or solo stove. So it's not really a better time than than right now uh, to take advantage of these deals and, and upgrade your necessary home, replacement so do that with healer more details go to happyhealer.com we'll slide in one more phone call uh this evening good evening who do we have justin in florida justin in florida good evening mr justin how are you doing on this beautiful new year's fifth day of the year sir
4: I am doing great. I hope the both of you had a great holiday, great new year.
1: It was awesome. I got a chance to see Ben McKee. I mean, I feel like I haven't seen him in forever. My my year is complete when I saw Ben McKee down in Miami.
4: How's the daddy thing treating you, Ben?
1: It
3: is absolutely wonderful. I love every bit of it. I am... Uh, I'm super thankful that I'm getting to do the whole daddy daycare routine. My my wife works early in the morning and until about two o'clock and gets home about two thirty. So I'm um, I'm on daddy daycare until she gets home. And and that's that's been a, a blessing in disguise. I mean I've I wasn't against it, but I've enjoyed it even more than I and I thought I would just to be able to spend time with him uh every single day. And it's really cool to watch him grow and uh, Swain was mentioning sending formula earlier. We, we don't need formula anymore. He he started trying peaches today. He, he's moving on to the to the big boy food, sitting in a high chair. So uh, he's it's crazy how fast they <laughs> they grow and change. It it's it's awesome. Guys, it's, a, it's a big blessing. I'm I'm loving it.
4: Oh, good for you. Have you guys gotten the video yet of uh, him trying the first lemon?
3: Oh, <laughs> we uh, yes, we we. I'll have to send it Swain's way, and I'll send it your way on Twitter as well. Yeah, we, we did it. I guess that was a month and a half or so ago, and, and his reaction was priceless. It, it was really funny. <laughs> that,
4: that's always a good one to, to, uh, to have. I love, love the expression on their face first time they, uh, they get that taste in their mouth. Um, question for you, Mr. Swain. With regards to the wide receiver room, I know we're Uh-oh. swinging that. Uh, I guess a wide receiver from Oregon. I think his name's Thornton. Yes. And yes. in terms of in terms of numbers, even if we were to add a kid like that, doesn't doesn't it feel like we're a little bit light in terms of just numbers in the wide receiver room? Because um, I know right before I called, you guys mentioned. I think it was like Holiday and Callaway and you know, Walker Merrill leaving, I mean, it seems like we've got like a two deep, but I don't even think we have enough numbers in terms of scholarships to go three deep. Do you think that's like normal now because of the portal and, and all that, and you're not going to have that kind of depth in a wide receiver room? Kind of curious your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, when you look at the numbers, I mean, you lose, you lose until and Hyatt, he lost two to the portal. or you're third to the portal so i mean you, you yeah, lost it was five, five guys yeah he lost five and so uh mean, you think about special teams and holiday and callaway and walker merrill those are guys that uh, have been or could have been special team players for us moving forward and usually you have your skill position players that are linebackers who are considered mid-skill but linebackers and DBs, receivers, running backs, guys who are not on a first team, they're contributing on special teams. Like, I don't know if you remember the block punt or the tip punt that we had versus Clemson, but, like, does anyone know that gentleman's name who blocked that punt? No, you don't, because he's a walk-on. And you look at the special teams unit, and there was a lot of cases like that because of our depth. Remember, we lost 30 guys almost uh, to the to the portal, and you normally want to have your second string guys. A lot of those guys in, some starters on special teams, and I don't think Tennessee had the luxury of doing that. Remember a couple of years ago when Evan Berry was returning kicks? Well, you have a lot of guys that were playing a lot of games on that unit, and you look at this past season, we, we just didn't have that luxury. So when you look at um, a wide receiver room, and I, I think you need to – be beefed up a little bit. We also know that the rotation is pretty, is pretty tight as well because of the system. I made this point on Josh and Swain today that even in 06, like the, the rotation was tight. I mean, it was me, Brett Smith, and, and Meechum and there was a a, t- a few times here and there where like a fourth guy came in, but like the rotation was tight then and we didn't run the same type of system. And so the the goal is to be one of the top three or four receivers. And if you make plays, if you're good, you'll get an opportunity to do it in the game. And so I think a guy like Thornton uh, that has the, the the length that he has, uh, the speed, he'll, he'll have opportunity to be successful. But I look at Caleb Webb. Remember him coming in and, you know, all you've heard is his potential and uh, he has NFL potential. Do we see it next year? You look at Chaz Nimrod, uh, who earned an offer by, getting here and running a really good time what's his development like going from a freshman to a sophomore and then um you know squirrel's gonna do his thing because he plays a slot position we don't slot always eats uh brew brew ain't going anywhere like who, who moving brew out the way nobody uh what happens with Mail? does he take that extra extra leap so the receiver rotation is going to be it's going to be fun to watch this the spring as the quarterback competition so you have receivers jockeying for position, you should have running backs jockeying for position and you're going to have quarterbacks competing too. It's going to be a fun spring, Justin. Well, do you think though we add,
4: I mean let's say it all worked out, we landed that Thornton kid. I mean, you've got you got Bruce Squirrel, Keaton Thornton, Leacock, Webb, Nimrod,
3: Edwin Spillman. And- or Nate Spillman. Yeah,
4: yeah. And, and and
1: Spillman, that's what? Uh seven? Yeah, no, man. Guys guys we'll have to play special that's, teams, and that may not be even enough.
4: Well well that's not I mean, but if you run three wide, I mean you're not even talking a three deep. You're talking what, two and a two and a third? It just feels like, I mean, just from a number standpoint, we may do you think we'll add Maybe like another high school guy at the February signing period, or another guy from the portal. It just seems like numbers-wise, we're a little bit light in that room, just because we lost five guys off of this roster.
1: I I think um, I think if no one gets hurt, you you might be okay with that light number. But like the moment someone gets hurt, if it's a key person like like a brew, then a, you know, ooh, you know, I don't know. Like I think. When you look at a receiver room traditionally, we're talking like double digits. We're talking 10 and 11, 12 guys in a room. So that's what what we're used to seeing, Justin.
4: Okay. All right. Cool. Well, Ben, I know we're getting closer to baseball season. Really looking forward to all your insight on that. I mean, play right now. If I was a hitter, I would not want to face the staff on a three-game series. That's for sure. But... You guys nope. take care. Great catching up. Happy New Year. Talk to
1: you soon. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you. You better get your bunt game together. <laughs> That's not going to work either. Bunts huh? don't matter if you can't get anybody on base. That's true. Well, if you if get a couple bunts, you get four bunts, you get a run, right?
3: That That is true.
1: Yeah. But it is very difficult to bunt for a base hit. Come on, man. Gotta, I'm just trying to help people out here. Because the rotation is going to be ridiculous for Tennessee
3: not even the rotation, the, the pitching staff as a whole is just going to be absolutely stupid again. I mean, that, that may be even deeper <laughs> than, than they were last year. Uh, and, and you lost a guy like Ben Joyce and, and others. So it, it'll be fun. They, I, I don't know if it's fair to set an expectation to win a national championship. I, I, I know that I kind of mentioned that earlier. I don't know if that's necessarily fair to place that expectation. But this, my, more so, my point was that they have all the talent in the world to go win the SEC again and and go win the national championship. It, it'll be a fun season, and hopefully, that will really kick into gear after Rick Barnes and this Tennessee basketball team
1: makes a, a deep run in March. I like this team, man. I really like this team. They 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 might be better than than last year's team. They really might be. They got all the makings. They're deep. They are deep. We'll I know about- next week's going to be fun. Very fun. With Chris Lofton
3: getting his number hung in the rafters next Saturday I'm against to- his home state
1: team. Hey, I'm about to wear a Lofton jersey. I thought about you when I made this decision. How about that? I just i i can't believe that you're going to wear another man's shirt. I'm wearing a Lofton's jersey. I'm going to represent for my guy, Chris Lofton, man. I oh. saw I, I saw alumni hall
3: had uh, two of them, two different ones, and I, I sent it to my wife and said, I said, order me bulk, both.
1: Both of, of them. them right both of them.
3: Now. Both and, of and them. And she did. Look, Chris, Chris Lofton was my guy as a kid. I was in middle school when he was at Tennessee. He and Eric Berry were my two favorite Tennessee athletes growing up. Who? So that –
2: Eric Barrett Eric
1: Barrett there you go that's how you say it 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 oh man thanks for the phone call Big Orange Mac, Chris, Gene, Turkey Man, Justin thanks for the love really really appreciate everybody this evening it's good to be back Um, after whooping up on Clemson last week we'll have hopefully more whoopings to talk about Next Thursday, Tennessee already handled business this week on the court. Look forward to coming back next week to talk about the results from, from the weekend. For Ben McKee of Go Vols 247, I'm Jason Swain. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thank you for making the Swain event part uh, of your evening and um, listening on the podcast. We appreciate your time as well. Peace and love. We are out.